see with like unstable ownership, I would call it, with Amy Adams Strunk, who like fired Vrabel and then kind of like, I think they like a really embarrassing deal. Well, well, you know, like we could have traded Vrabel, but we kind of like, ha, too, too lazy to do it. We wanted to get a jump start on things. Like, what kind of answer is that? It's like a billion dollar like franchise here. Well, we didn't want like why weren't you like doing this pr previously? Like getting the ball rolling on this. Like stuff to, like that to me is really alarming. And if you're a big name head coach, like that's the organization you want to go and, and and work for? I don't know. And also like Carolina, I guess like David Tepper could just give you like a, a like a bleep ton of money. Also, he's crazy. They have no first round pick and maybe the franchise quarterback's bad. Like that to me screams like we're gonna like go to like, go to a candidate that maybe won't get hired elsewhere. So if you're like a Panthers fan or a Titans fan, like Belichick's the co-favorite with Bobby Slowick to be the next head coach of the Titans. A wise man can once said, "Good luck with that, Tennessee." All right, that can be it for now. We'll do uh we'll do a lot we'll do more, more tomorrow because it's really fun. Yeah, it's yeah. really great. Also, um. I got a tweet from someone, which is not necessarily a great reason to do it, but like I, I think we had a good time doing this last uh, uh, Friday before the playoffs. Should we do like like the yardage leaders tomorrow on the show for a segment? Oh yeah, I uh, I bet one guy in one of the markets, so we can do it. I think receiving I feel is like, the most interesting one. I think like we've got like almost like hashtag too much good stuff for the show tomorrow. Well, no game tonight, so we can open tomorrow and hit the ground running. Yeah. The you're 100% right. Okay, uh, let's let's talk here before we give you the bets for tonight about uh, this Joel Embiid situation. Um, Embiid is going to miss another game tomorrow night. That's already been reported with left knee swelling. This will be the third straight game uh, missed by Joel Embiid. And because of the new NBA rules, uh, he can only miss eight more games before... If he misses eight more games, excuse me, he will no longer be eligible for postseason awards. Embiid now at our show sponsor, Ken, and I know at some domestic sports books, the number is even longer. Um, Embiid is now the fourth choice in the betting market at BetMGM to be NBA most valuable player. Jokic plus 175, now the favorite again. SGA is at three. Luka Doncic plus 425. Joel Embiid plus 450. So, you know, when the, the first Tim Bontem straw poll came out, Embiid was kind of like, you know, he got bet to be the favorite, right? And we talked about it on the show, kind of like a someone Ken who definitely was like the Embiid, and like I bet it also Embiid to be most valuable player. Level of concern here, thoughts here with Embiid set to miss a third straight game on Friday night. Yeah, we can, and we can do more of this tomorrow too. Obviously, like he's he's going to keep not playing, so we, there's no uh, urgency here to like do all of it in this segment, but just a couple minutes. Um, I mean, if you bet Embiid, your sense of urgency or your level of urgency has to, your panic meter has to be a little higher because he's not playing. And when he's not playing, that's really bad for his chances to win MVP. There's no way to sugarcoat that. He's missing games. And uh, and so it's it definitely hurts his candidacy. What I'm seeing in the market right now, though, is a little interesting. Just uh, at one place, he's now 7-1 to one to win, way behind. He actually has almost the same odds as Giannis. Uh, Jokic, big favorite, Luka and SGA occupying those second and third spots in some order. Um, I went into this year, Embiid I thought was the most likely player to win, but I also liked SGA a good amount. We've had guests that have liked SGA. I, I like both of them. I, I think I kind of want to take them both to the finish line. And I think one of them will win. Uh, my guess is, just a guess, the next Bontemps straw poll will be at the all-star break probably, which is in about a month. 
my guess is that SGA is winning that, not by a lot. I think it'll be really close. I think what everyone's doing is they're anchoring themselves in the last one, which was several weeks ago. Now we've, we're in no man's land. We haven't had any polling in a while. And so what people will do is they'll look at the last one and say, well, cross and beat off. Who's the next guy? It's Jokic. Well, he'll be the guy who's way ahead. I don't think he's thought of like that. Also, like, do people watch the games? He's got trucked by Utah last night. Like, do, are people like paying attention? He had a game where he took three shots the other day. That's just not what this is. Meanwhile, like, SGA's crushing every night. I'm not saying Shea Gilgis Alexander is going to win MVP. I still think Embiid's the most likely player to win, but I think the market movement on this is going to be really predictable, right? As Embiid keeps missing, the price is going to keep getting longer. My question to everybody would just be, look, I don't know if he's, maybe he misses 25 games. Maybe he becomes ineligible. It'll definitely be the next topic. Like on the next bond temp straw poll, the topic will be, what if Embiid plays like exactly 65 games? And what if they fudge it a little bit to like get him the games so that he wins MVP, which he's hyper aware of, by the way. You don't think he knows how many games he needs to win and that he's the most likely player to win? You don't think he knows that? You're nuts. Definitely going to try to win it. And Okay, like maybe the injury prevents him from doing it. Totally reasonable, can happen. Uh, you're definitely seeing it get bent in the market aggressively. My response to that is going to be, okay, what what happens the first game he comes back? Let's say he misses this game. To, we know he's going to miss the game tomorrow. Let's say he misses at least that game and one other one, or that game and no other games, or he comes back pretty soon. The first game he plays and plays well where do you think that that's seven? Where do you think that's going? I think Luca's a zero to win this award. I've said that all along. Nothing has changed my mind. What What's going to change my mind? Uh, the fact that they blew a game to the Grizzlies and that he's not playing tonight, but he's really gaining on Embiid over those two games. That's really happening. Like, it's again, great. Like, Embiid's not playing. Look at what the other guys are doing. The only guy that's putting together an MVP case right now is SGA, aside from Embiid for me. And, uh, and so, like, I have a lot of him, and I have way more Embiid, it's just like, do I want to buy more Embiid or not? And we need to know a little bit more about the injury, right? Uh, I, I forget who reported this. I want to say it was like Josina Anderson or something, but there was a reporter who basically had like, it's normally a four to six week injury, but he played, you know, in the playoffs with the same injury. Cool. Like if you tell me he's going to be out three more weeks and his margin for error goes to zero or negative, then we got, we got to bet other players. We got to really get on top of this thing right now. When we can't say that, I don't know. That's what that is. And I, He's played 63, 64, and 66 games in different seasons in his career. My projection for how many games I think he's going to play is going to be right in that vicinity, which is right around like the 65 that you need to win. As of this exact moment, I don't feel a need to deviate from that projection. Now, if you tell me he's going to miss five more games, which is like two weeks, then that's going to change a lot of things. But like at this exact moment, I get why people are panicking. It's actually kind of the right response. I would flock to SGA before I flocked to the other two guys. And I think I might consider buying more Embiid soon. Like I just, if he starts playing again, then this all becomes, the voting does not take place tomorrow. The voting takes place in April. And if he's at the end of the season and he played like 65-66 last year and he played at 65-66, and by the way, to hit 65-66 this year, he's going to play a lot to close. And if he's playing really well at the end and they win a lot of games, I still think he's the most likely player to win. And there's going to reach a tipping point where I would change my mind on that. And I think for a lot of people, it's already happened. And for me, we're still multiple games away from like that level of nervousness. Okay. Uh, it's going to be, let me see how, 
I'm going to get the Sixers schedule up here. How many games they have coming up and like that are like clustered here in the next little bit. Uh, let's see. Sixers. And my computer is taking forever. In any event. Okay. Oh, they, okay. So tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday, and a back-to-back. So you'd figure like even if he comes back for Monday, like he'll miss the game on Tuesday probably, right? right? They'll hold him probably, out for the back-to-back. It's back. tomorrow. It's tomorrow and like one more or tomorrow and two more. And yeah, like his margin for error goes down. Like, I still think he could play a bunch of games in a row. And I just, I, I'm not panicking as much as everyone yet. Now talk to me in two weeks. Maybe I'll be panicking a ton. I just, I don't think that's it. And SGA is the guy I'd want. And, and like, just last thing here. I think you and I both have the sense that Jokic, like, would he like to win MVP? Like, of course. I don't think like we feel like he cares necessarily, right? About winning NBA MVP. Whereas we feel like Embiid does care for whatever that's worth. I mean, if you if you take the favorite and the most likely player and you make him ineligible, then you can get a crazy winner that way, to be fair. Because, like, the guy who, sh- quote-unquote, should win isn't going to win. So then anybody can win. I don't think Jokic is as likely to win as other people do. And I can be wrong about that. And in a month, I can change my mind. That's just not how I feel about it right now. I don't think he's, like, there in terms of, like, a winner. Definitely finish top three, get votes. Not really a winner for me. All right, let's give you some bets for tonight in the NBA and the National Hockey League. Jake the Snake, please drop the dope-ass beat. How about our show sponsor, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks? They're the best. How about their referrer-friend program? How awesome is this? All you got to do, sign into your BetMGM account. You click on the Promotions tab, and in a few simple steps, both you and your buddy will receive a $100 bonus, a bonus. Details can be found at BetMGM.com. Download the BetMGM app and start winning with the king of sportsbooks. Uh, Ken bets, please, tonight in the National Hockey League. Oh, hockey first. Uh, a couple things that I like tonight. I am laying puck line on Carolina, a super advantageous rest spot against Anaheim, who's off like their best game of the season. Seems like a good setup. It's a huge number. Like I'll just play the puck line on Carolina. Uh, and then the other game that I really like is Arizona, who's now like a plus dog at home to Calgary. And then just to remind people, Kanish came on. He really liked the Bruins against Vegas. So Arizona, Carolina puck line, Vegas, and I'll do NBA really quick. I have one bet in the NBA tonight. Uh, I am laying Milwaukee at two and a half at home against Boston. Yeah. Everybody everybody yeah, thought Boston was going to sit guys, and they didn't, and that's caused the market to crash back down. Uh, overtime against Minnesota, Milwaukee in a terrible run of – this is like a really good bounce back game for Milwaukee. Like this is the this is the all-in Milwaukee game, and you get Boston in the worst fatigue spot of the season. I, I love Milwaukee also. I'm happy that you like the Bucks. I like the Bucks also. I have one more NBA bet that I'll give you in a second, but first a couple bets in the NHL. Martin Jones, who – Martin Jones, starting tonight for Toronto, I just feel like like his level of play, I feel like this is all unsustainable. I'm going to ride with Alex Fasano's Islanders tonight as a short home dog against the Toronto Maple Leafs, so give me the uh, give me the Islanders tonight. And then Rangers puck line. I, Shisterk, the Rangers are playing awesome, and the goaltending's been terrible. At some point, it's going to come around for the Rangers, and it happens tonight on the road at the Blues. Rangers on the puck line on the road at St. Louis. And to finish the New York theme, and I like Milwaukee, oh, baby. No Luka Doncic tonight for the Dallas Mavericks. How good are my New York Knicks with the original gangsta, OG Ananobi? Four and a half on the road at Dallas. Knicks going to win this game by 10. Great, tremendous th- football Thursday edition of the show. Uh, Ken, I'll talk to you tomorrow on a phenomenal football Friday. Uh, sounds good. Hopefully Embiid's not out for like the season by then. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. Wishing everybody minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. We will talk to you tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening to You Better You Bet. Up next, it's Bet MGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by Bet MGM.